If you're lost, feeling low, if it feels like you've got nowhere to go, take a breath, look and see that there's still so much that you can be. If you need, I'm around, we will pick your feet up off the ground, and we'll turn it around. Welcome to the Captivating Creatives Podcast. This is a podcast for an actor, singer, dancer, creative artist of any kind. We'll be taking one deep, deep stage dive into personal development for creatives with interviews, intention setting, getting yourself motivated, and so much more. Ready? Go. Hello, beautiful performers. I hope you are having an awesome first day, second day, second day, wow, of February, third day. I literally just had to check a calendar, guys, to see that it is the fourth day of February. Wow. Um, (laughs) I hope you guys are having a beautiful fourth day of February and the first week of the second month of this decade. I wanted to check in. How are your New Year's resolutions going? Did you make any resolutions? Are you wanting to adapt any new habits? Did you fall off the wagon? Are you still going strong? I want to know, how are you guys doing with that? And really just take this moment to take some stock of like, oh, wow, I'm actually maybe doing the thing and I'm doing really well and I didn't give myself any credit and now I'm going to right here in this moment because Nicole reminded me. Or maybe I fell off the wagon a little bit and maybe this is a moment for you to reflect on why did I fall off the wagon? Do I want to get back on the wagon? Is this something that really aligns with who I am and my beliefs and what I'm wanting to create in my life? And if it's not, I want you to give yourself the grace to just let it go. Don't force anything because, oh, that's what my best friend is doing, so I should probably be doing that too. No, no, no. Don't do half-ass something that makes sense for someone else when it doesn't make sense for you. Go full-assed into something that aligns with who you are and your passions, and then you start to see some actual joy and results with it. And if it is something that really speaks true to who you are, but you kind of fell off the wagon just because your old habits took over, I challenge you to this. Start it up again. I challenge you to maybe start putting that in the forefront in your brain. Maybe this is the reminder you needed to attack those goals again. And I think that we all just give ourselves a little bit of a cutting of the slack the first month of the year because it's right after the holidays and we're all still recovering from that first few week of January that turns into the first few weeks of January that kind of throw us off a rocker a little bit. And then, of course, audition season hits us in the face and decides to just blow up out of nowhere. And of course, you out of nowhere, that's huge air quotes around that. But And we just take a moment to dive back into it. And I want to see how your self-care habits are going because those are so important when it comes to making sure your audition season is going according to your plan. 
And that's actually exactly what we're going to be talking about today with the four major steps you can take to make your audition season start to actually feel fun and feel aligned and feel like that dream audition season you've always wanted to create but didn't really have the guidance or maybe didn't really have the drive or just kind of let that autopilot take over. So we're going to be talking about that today. But first things first, I wanted to let you guys know I'm going to be hosting an online masterclass coming up soon that is all about how do you leave a performance, whether it's an audition or a show that you're in, but how do you leave that performance being like, I'm amazing. I feel so good and I feel so confident and not just sometimes, but every time because it all starts in those two to three minutes before when you're on deck. And hilarious, this masterclass is aptly titled, You're on Deck. And I'm so freaking excited to share it with you all. It's coming up super, super soon. And I want you there because this is one of those masterclasses that not only have I been getting a lot of information from you guys about that this is something that's needed, but when I was a performer, those two to three minutes, especially like when the monitor says you're on deck to go into the audition room next, those two to three minutes would make or break my audition. And so what I decided to do was knowing my background in neurolinguistic programming, knowing my background in personal development, marrying that with my background as a performer, as a, as a professional auditioner even, marrying those two things together to create a structure for you guys to go through these points to ensure that you are in state to go in there and absolutely freaking kill it. Now, I really want you to get this information because it's the same information that I teach my clients who literally are booking agents. Someone just said that they had the best audition of their life. Someone just got a callback for their dream role against thousands of other people. Um, I've received uh, people saying that they booked their showcases at their schools, like all these big, big things. It's because they took control of their mindset beforehand and didn't just let it go on autopilot like they were used to. So this strategic system is what I will be teaching you in this masterclass, You're On Deck. And I want to make sure you're the first to get all the juicy, juicy info. So actually, there's a link in the show notes. If you follow that link, you'll be able to sign up and be the first to know as information comes up about this upcoming masterclass. But without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive into today's topic, which is all about the four things you can do right now to make your audition season more enjoyable. Let's dive in. I don't think it's of any shock to anyone that when we first bring up the phrase audition season, everyone starts to go, mm? and it brings a little bit of tension. We just know it causes a lot of anxiety. It causes a lot of throwing yourself off your normal routine, yada, yada, yada. But what I am wanting to talk about today is reframing that idea that audition season has to be this terrible, big, bad thing, when in actuality, what a freaking gift it is to performers and How can we reframe our habits? How can we reframe our mindset around the idea of this big, bad audition season? And 
really just broke this down into four steps. These four steps are things that I personally have done. These are things that I've seen my friends do who are in the performance industry. These are things that I've learned from my own personal masterclasses and taking those. This is just a hodgepodge of several different things that you guys can do that will actually start to make a difference. And they're not that scary. They're not these big, big, scary things that you have to do during audition season where it's going to cause a lot of switching around your norm and stuff like that. Honestly, odds are some of you are probably doing at least one or two of these things. Maybe you're doing all of them. And if that's the case, that's amazing. But maybe some of these you haven't heard of or there's a new take you can learn on them. And I want you to really keep an open mind as we're going through. Now, if there's a few of these that you're like, oh, this will absolutely not work in my lifestyle. I don't know what this chick is talking about. That's fine. Float it on down the river and listen to the next one because you never know when something's going to click into place. So let's start off with number one, getting there early. Now before you're like, okay, no shit, Sherlock. Of course we need to get there early. Listen to me here. There is a huge difference between when I first started audition season, like way back when, and I would sleep in and I would get there around like eight, which by audition season standards is pretty late. And shock of shocks, not only would I not get seen, but I would feel anxiety all day about not going to get seen. And it just didn't feel very good. So when I came up on my next audition season, one of the major changes was I got there so early that I was always number one on the list. Now, you guys know how early that means, but I was willing to compromise going out with my friends or staying up late watching Netflix. I was able to compromise that in order to get up early and go out and freaking chase my dream. Now, here's what happened that was really cool. When I started to get there so early that I was number one on the list, I suddenly became a leader in the Nonic community because people would be texting me. They'd be writing me. They'd be like, oh, hey, like, <laughs> like had like the nickname of one number one for a second, like where they'd start reaching out to me being like, hey, like, what's the list looking like? How's it going? Are you number one again? Like stuff like that. And You guys, I don't think it's anyone's surprise when I say that felt freaking awesome to be a leader for other people, to be able to shine some light on like, oh, hey, here's what's going on. I'd recommend doing this or like, hey, I'd get over here as soon as you can, like stuff like that. It felt really good to be able to not only take charge of my own audition, but to also be able to help other people in that. Now, if you're not in the theater community where that's really normal, that's fine. Just still getting there early just fills you with a little sense of pride. When you see your name really high up on that list, does that or does that not fill you with a sense of excitement, with a sense of hope, with a sense of drive, with a sense of, oh, fuck yeah, I'm that performer. I'm that performer who got here so early that she's number one or 15 or whatever it looks like in your city. That feels really good. Someone has to be number one on that list. Why can it not be you? I want to share a story real quick. For those of you who know the theater company Steppenwolf, uh, which is huge, huge theater company, especially here in Chicago, they do really big open calls and they do three days um, in the city. And I got there 
and I got there at the crack of dawn. I don't even know what time it was. It was still very much so dark. <laughs> and um, and I got there. I was number one on the list, which obviously felt really good, as I just said. But it was getting towards the end of the day. And of course, equity member came in without an appointment. They'd immediately get seen. You guys know the, the drill of the um, equity tier. But it was starting to get really hopeless on whether or not I was going to get seen. And this was the only day I was able to go. It was the first of their three audition days. And I was I was just like crossing my fingers like, come on. I Like, please, please, please. And they ended at 5. And it was 4.59. I was next up. I was so excited. Oh, my God. I was so freaking excited. And then someone came up. They were equity. They were like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm so late. I hope I can still get seen. Shock of shocks. They walked straight in. It was 4.59. It turned to 5 o'clock and I just fell. I was like, I waited around so long. <laughs> like this obviously feels kind of shit. You guys all know the feeling of not getting seen. It's just something we have to deal with. And I was packing up my stuff, getting ready to go and the equity member came out and the casting director came over and he was like, hey, I'll see one more. Like, no worries. As you guys can imagine, my face lit up like it has never lit up before. And lo and behold, I was I was the one who was sent in. And that was only because I got there so early that I was the only member of non-equity who was able to be seen that day. If this episode is resonating with you, you might be a great fit for my one-on-one coaching program. I help people like you get rid of your limiting beliefs, get out of your comfort zone, and start achieving your dreams. If you'd like more information about my program, you can email me at hello at lifecoachbaker.com to book your free discovery call. Link to my email is in the description. Now, back to the episode. Obviously, that fills me with a lot of sense of pride, but also is just like that would have never happened if I had not gotten up early and gotten there way, way, way before everyone else and signed my name on that list. Now, I can already hear some excuses, some valid, some are limiting beliefs, but let's say, for instance, you are a server. I know this because I was in the restaurant industry for... 10 plus 12 years. And let's say you work the shift the night before. You don't get out until midnight, one in the morning. You can't get there at 4.35. I understand that. That I will never, ever, ever tell you ever to get less sleep because that actually compromises one that's coming up. Sleep is vital, vital for your growth your health, your happiness, your energy. Please, 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 please do not take this as me saying get less sleep. What I would do though is the nights that I knew that I would be working when there was an audition the next morning, I would take off those nights because I knew I would have to get to sleep early. Yes, I missed out on the money. I was able to pick up a shift later on that week and if I wasn't, I just ate the money because I was chasing my dream. It's something you gotta do. We call this leverage, (laughs) figuring out what is more important, prioritizing what is more aligned with my values and what is more aligned with my goals and my dreams 
and chunking those down and seeing what actionable tactics I need to take in order to make this a reality. So that is all number one. Get there early because, oh my God, I cannot tell you how good it feels to get there way, way early. My next big one is take care of yourself. Quick trigger warning here. If you are someone who is battling an eating disorder or who knows that listening to triggering of food or exercise lights up something in you that is not healthy or productive, please go ahead and just fast forward the next few minutes. And I highly recommend, highly recommend if you're not seeing someone seeing someone who specializes in this because it is so incredibly important for your growth and your health journey. Really and truly, let this one sink in. Again, I'm going to do a little comparison side by side. My first audition season, or (laughs) the bad audition season is what I call it, poetic, I know. Uh, The bad audition season that I was a part of, I was still working at the restaurant. I was drinking with my friends late at night afterward, which I don't think it shocks anyone when I say that drinking is not a healthy thing to do for your body. I understand going out and having fun with your friends. I totally get that. This was not in a healthy way. This was very, very much not. But I was drinking. I was eating like crap. I was sleeping weird, weird hours. I wasn't exercising my body all the things that lead to a healthy body, I mean, it's 2020, we know a lot of what health is encompassed by. All of those things I was not doing. And as you can imagine, that resulted in me getting sick constantly and not feeling good because especially since I was gearing more towards musical theater, having a healthy phonating voice was so important. And if I couldn't do that half the time, what was I doing? I wasn't able to go to auditions, which didn't make me feel very good. It made me feel like I was lazy, wasn't chasing my dream, but I wasn't able. You guys know the the self-deprecation tennis match that goes through your head. But my next audition season, the like come to light audition season, if you will, I decided to do almost the exact complete opposite. I stopped drinking as much as I was I was getting a lot more sleep. Like I said, I was taking nights off the morning before big auditions. I would take those nights off of work. I was personally doing Whole30. I knew that was something that I'd always wanted to try. And actually, it's something that worked really well with my body. I know that does not work well with everyone else's. That's just personally for me. I was doing Whole30. I was exercising four times a week, three, four times a week, depending on the week. But I was doing those things and shock of shocks, I didn't get sick, not once. I also slept better. I also had more energy. It was easier for me to tap into a better mindset. And my voice sounded better, which made me feel better. All of those things are because I decided to take care of myself. Freaking finally. I will tell you guys this. Right now in my life, I get up at least... At 6 a.m. every single day. And I go and work out for at least 30 minutes. Whether that is going on a three-mile run. Whether that's doing weight training. Whether that's doing yoga. But I do that five days a week. And then on the weekend, I take one of those days and I do a longer run. Or actually, I'll tell you guys a quick story. I'm recording this on January 31st. And my boyfriend and I are planning on doing a mini triathlon this weekend. 
a mini freaking triathlon. I never in my life would have thought that I would ever do anything even close to a triathlon. I mean, granted, it's not like an Ironman or anything, but I'm pushing my body in new ways I never would have thought possible, but that's because I finally decided to take control of my exercise, of my sleep. I literally am in bed no later than nine o'clock. Normally, it's around 8.30 when I get into bed and I am asleep no later than 10. 10 is actually like a late night for me. That is personally just me, but you guys, I have been filled with more energy, more excitement, and I am living my truest, most best life. I've never been happier, and I know that a lot of that has to do with the fact that I decided to put my health as number one, number one over anything, because if I don't have my health, I don't have any of the things that come after it. I put my health over my passion. I put my health over my relationship because that is something that I know will teeter and just leak into the rest of it if I fall off the wagon with it. Everything else, it's a domino effect. Whereas the exact opposite, if I really take care of that, everything else raises up to the stakes. And it's so cool. Audition season is no different. Take care of your body. Eat healthy please, from a place of abundance and a place of joy, not from a place of fear or scarcity, eat better. Exercise and move your body, whether that looks like doing yoga for 15 minutes or going on a walk outside or going rock climbing at your local gym. I don't know, but do something that raises your heartbeat. And also, I want to put a little caveat to this because I've had several clients be like, but Money's so tight, I cannot afford a gym membership. I can't do that. So what do I say? You're listening to this podcast, or as I would talk to them, you're on the phone. You have a phone. That means you probably have YouTube. Do you know how many free workouts there are on YouTube? You guys, it's not a lack of resources. Again, money is a resource. It is not a lack of resources. It's a lack of resourcefulness. Get resourceful with your health. It's so important. Also, I want to I want to do a little caveat. Eating healthy does not mean shopping at Whole Foods or buying only really expensive organic stuff. I want you to actually look at the price difference between eating healthy, like go get a whole roasted chicken, have that for the whole freaking week with some salad and a little bit of oil and balsamic with some other yummy, yummy goodness in there. That honestly is not that much of a price difference and your body will freaking thank you for it. So stop letting money be an excuse for you to not take care of your body. Stop it. Next, my personal favorite is listen to something positive. This one has a bunch of bullet points with it because when you're in the audition holding room and you uh, are unplugged, you don't have any earphones in, you're looking around. I don't know about you guys, but I would start to listen to other people's conversations. I would start to look at other people. I would start to compare myself to other people and down the rabbit hole I went. When I plugged in and listened to something that made my brain engage and made me feel more aligned with personal development or more aligned with the performer I wanted to be, I would always perform better. Always. No exceptions. So 
you guys know I talk so much about the five people you hang out with most. You are a medium of those five people. Some of my five people I have never met in person. I listen to audiobooks and podcasts so much where they become one of my core five and they inspire me so much that I raise up to meet them. So if you are listening to things that are positive, things that are inspirational to you, you're going to feel so much more aligned with that performer you're wanting to be and you're going to be able to go into the audition room and freaking kill it. So start listening to things that are actually motivating you and making you feel a lot better. And the very last one is bringing a journal. These two kind of go hand in hand because if you're listening to stuff that makes you feel better, you could be writing things down. One of my favorite auditions I ever, ever went on, it was an open call for Once the Musical, which is a beautiful show. I mean, just like I get chills every single time I've seen it. And I was so, so in love with the role of girl. And I wrote down in my journal just over and over again, affirmation after affirmation after affirmation. And I went in and that audition was awesome. I didn't end up getting the role and that's okay, but I felt amazing afterward. And so if I hadn't done that, I would have been looking around the room. I would have been kind of tweedling with my thumbs. I would have been going over my audition material for the freaking upteenth time unnecessarily because I know it already. You guys, do you see the difference when I was tapped into my potential, when I was tapped into telling myself that I was going to do amazing? Shock of shocks, I self-fulfilled that prophecy. So bringing a journal. I also want to put a little dash mark in this. Bring other stuff. If this is a long audition day, bring stuff so it doesn't feel like a quote wasted day. My first bad audition season, what we call it, bad audition season, I was there obviously late, but I knew I'd be there for the whole day and I wouldn't really bring stuff. I would just kind of like sit there and twiddle my thumbs and no wonder it felt like I was wasting an entire day. Again, air quotes, you're never wasting a day when you're chasing your dream, but it felt like I wasn't doing anything. Now, flash forward to the audition season that was like come to light I brought my computer and I would work on my website. I brought um, my calendar and I would plan out my week. I'd plan out my meal plan. I would do research on different shows I wanted to do or different agents I wanted to apply for. I would always take that time to like have it be a gift, a beautiful 10-hour gift to work on things that make me feel better about the person and the performer I wanted to be. Do you feel that difference? It's such a big energy shift. And when you start to look at that, it honestly feels like a gift. A, like if you are at an audition and you are knowing that you're going to be there for a long time, start to bring stuff that will make you feel like you, you all have those things that are like, I'll get to that eventually. Like, oh, that website I need to update. I'll get to it eventually. Bring that. Let this be your gift of, oh, hey, I get to bring this. But plan ahead the night before of like, okay, like, you know, I know I'm going to be there for a second. So uh, what are three things that are going to bring me closer to my goal while I'm waiting to go into the audition room? Bring stuff like that. Bring a book you've always wanted to read. It's such a gift. Just start looking at it like that and it feels so much better. Now, I hope you guys had a few little light bulb moments during this episode. I know some of this stuff you guys are probably already doing. 
Maybe you're getting there at the crack of dawn, but maybe your mindset wasn't shifted as it being a gift and being exciting. Or maybe you are already listening to something positive. Maybe you're going out for musical theater roles and you listen to musicals that inspire you. How beautiful. But maybe now you're like, okay, I can start focusing on taking care of my body. Whatever you took out of this episode, I hope you get that tactical stuff that you're able to implement right now. It's the 4th of February. I know that because I officially looked at a calendar. (laughs) It is the 4th of February. You have only several weeks left. How are you going to make the most of those several weeks to look back on this audition season and say, wow, I really grew. Whether you booked nothing or you booked 20 things, if you get to look back and feel good about the work you put in and the time that you utilized in a productive way, how beautiful. You guys are so incredibly driven and so incredibly strong. People do not give performers enough credit with that. You guys have some of the most dense skin, whether you believe you do or not, but you have so much potential that if you tapped into it, that universe explodes for you. I hope you guys take this to heart. And I hope, I hope, I hope you have the most beautiful week and the most beautiful and awesome next audition. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. You guys, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for listening to today's episode. You're amazing, and it's because of you I'm able to do the work that I do and spread this knowledge, so thank you. If you are wanting more information or daily mindset tips, follow me on Instagram at life underscore coach underscore baker, as well as join the Facebook community group, Captivating Creatives. We do live trainings and worksheets and all that kind of stuff. And a huge shout out to Cooper Baldwin, who wrote directed, mixed, literally anything a human can do for music for this podcast. I'm so grateful. Go ahead and check them out on cooperbaldwinmusic.com. And I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much and have a beautiful day. Bye.